live from St Margaret Mary's Primary School in Brunswick North. Across our neighbourhood and across the world. You're listening to CM Radio Ed Week on Live FM. This is Live FM. You're listening to St. Margaret Mary's Live. My name's Alexis and with me today is Christiane. We're speaking to Gerald Sullivan, parent at St. Margaret Mary's Brunswick North, who is our guest today. Hi Gerald, welcome to the show. Hi guys, it's great to be part of it. So to start us off, how long has your family been at this school? So I've got two boys at the school, Jimmy and Ted. Uh, and, well, Ted's in grade four and Jimmy's in grade two and Ted started in 2016, so we've been there four years now. I loved every minute of it. Can you describe the community of St Margaret Mary's? Absolutely. Look, St Mary's has, look, it's got a wonderfully welcoming community. Uh, it's full of great people from so many different backgrounds and cultures who are always quick to help either each other as part of the community or help the school. Look, it's been a community that's provided many great new friends and makes living in the area of uh, East Brunswick and the northern suburbs just fantastic. What do you think are the benefits of a small school? Well, look, there's um, look, there's, there's, there's an amazing amount of benefits from a small school. Um, I went to a big school in Ballarat and I certainly got lost in the crowd there. So, look, apart from the terrific community that I've described above, a, school, a small school has meant that my kids have not been lost in the crowd at all and their name is known across all the grades and amongst all the teachers just like all the other kids. And it reminds me of my primary school in the country, which only had about 150 kids as well. And I knew every single student from grade prep to grade six. Uh, there's always been the extra little bit of help and assistance that has come with being a small school because, you, again, you, that can be picked up and helped along. Uh, and both my boys have had that where it's needed. And I'm always amazed at the way the boys consistently play with kids from the upper and lower grades. And I think that's just fantastic. What opportunities does this school open? Well, I suppose, look, living in the inner northern suburbs, um, it's a part of Melbourne which is varied and rich in terms of its cultures and influences that are not just strictly from your Anglo-Saxon Australian background, which is what I was exposed to living up in the country. So myself and my wife, Corrie, uh, we actually lived in the Middle East for a little bit and Ted was actually born in the Middle East. He was born in Dubai, so he could be described as being an Arab by, by technical definition. So, look, it's always been important to me that my kids are going to you know, get exposed to some of these, these varied and rich cultures that are, that are offered in Melbourne. So that's been a big part of, uh, of the opportunities and the benefits of, um, of being at a small school in, in, the, in the northern suburbs. Uh, look, the other thing is I suppose being a small school gives an opportunity to represent the school in, in sports and activities that you probably wouldn't get if you were in a big school. So, you know, cross-country running and the inter-school sports and these type of things, you know, they're, they're great opportunities that you just don't get at a big school. So that's certainly a big thumbs up. And, look, all schools provide opportunities later in life because of the community and cultures that you're involved in, especially one that is so uh, so um, everyone gets together and helps out and that, that will pay dividends for the boys later on in life as well. So I expect that to happen. Can you tell us about how St. Mary's responded to home learning? Uh, well, look, they, they, were, they were fantastic. Look, you know, it, it came upon everyone pretty quick and um, they, they certainly stepped up and made it as easy as possible on everyone because no one look, no one was prepared for what, what lay ahead of that type of homeschooling experience. So the first thing they did was make sure that everyone had the right IT equipment and I thought that was a huge plus. 
So one of our computers was a bit of an old lemon and it would take ages to load up. And poor Jimmy, it would take ages to, uh, to actually log into school. So I remember getting the phone call from uh, Miss Claire and she said, look, if you need a new computer, we can provide that. So I thought that was a, that was a great personalised touch to make sure that it, you know, the, the right equipment was available because there's a lot of people out there who wouldn't have access to, the, to these type of computers. So that was great. And, look, basically the way that they planned out the day and made it easy for uh, us as the parents being the teachers and the kids being the students, I thought it was just first rate. Uh, the kids would log on in the morning. They would know exactly what's ahead of them. Uh, I like the fact that they didn't plan out that you couldn't log on in the evening or early so to get the work done. I thought that was a very smart thing to do. Uh, so that was great. Uh, look, I enjoyed the video messages that were posted every morning. They were quite personalised. They went through the prior day and they made it clear what was expected for the upcoming day. Um, what else did they do? Uh, you know, worst work was assessed pretty much immediately and you got feedback. So, that, you know, the kids, it made it like being in a real, a real classroom. And as the lockdown unfolded and progressed uh, and the kids got better with the technology, obviously the daily or every other day hangout that the kids had, look, that, that basically brought them back into the classroom, brought back the interaction with their other kids and that, and I thought that was just tremendous. Um, so basically I think, the ter- I, think, uh, I think the way they responded, it turned our kids into our IT experts overnight also, which I thought was pretty handy. So. So I've only got good things to say about the way the school responded. Um, what was home learning like for you? Well, initially it was a bit of a uh, it was a bit of an increase in workload. I had to balance my own job as well as being the uh, the school teacher. But look, as I've explained, because the school made things so straightforward and easy to understand and to be able to plan out, um, look, ultimately after a couple of days, a couple of weeks of getting used to it, um, things started to fall into place pretty easily. But look. Like any sort of uh, school classroom, you know, you got to remember I went to school once and there was, there was good kids and there's bad kids. So, you know, my kids would sort of, you know, play that, you know, the good boy or the villain every now and again. Jimmy wouldn't do his, do his work, so I'd have to, you know, sort of raise my voice and threaten him with detention and all the stuff that I used to get. But, um, but look, ultimately I, I sort of – we had some help here at home as well. We have a nanny that was living with us. So, so she was able to do a couple of days a week. My wife was able to do it at least a day and so was I. So I actually really enjoyed being able to sit with my boys, uh, actually see the way, see what they what they needed to learn, you know, the varied things that they need to learn. I, I, I became an Italian teacher. I think I'm the first Italian teacher who can't speak Italian. But anyway, you know, the stranger things have happened during lockdown. But, look, it was great to be across what they're learning and how they're learning and how things have changed from when I was a, a, a small boy. And I actually got to see where they are actually at. And what it did do is it really brought to life their um, their report cards that were coming that come through every six months. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the comments that we used to get from teachers, well, all of a sudden they made, yeah, of course they made sense. So we were able to sort of give the help and uh, you know the uh, the focused help with the kids where my boys needed it. Um, you know, not only as a parent but as a teacher. So I actually really appreciated it, and it also gave me a huge appreciation of what it's like to be a teacher. Okay. Um, and lastly, can you please describe St. Margaret Mary's in three words? Only three? Look, I've only got three. Well, I only use three, but look, I, I think I'd have to describe it as, look, it's a very inclusive school. It makes everyone feel very welcome. And, again, that's one of the benefits of being a small school. Uh, again, the second word is caring. A small school, a small community, you know, it, it certainly extends its care and its love where it can and helps out. Which is um, which is just fantastic, and of course it's fun. Look, you know, school is fun. 
you know, your kids probably don't appreciate as much as uh, us adults do, but it, um, it's fun and the teachers make it fun, the other kids make it fun, the other families make it fun. So I think that would have to be my three words, inclusive, caring and fun. Why did you choose St Margaret Mary's as a school? Uh, Alexis, this is a great question. It's a question I love to answer. So uh, I grew up in country Victoria uh, many years ago and I went to a small Catholic school. And basically in terms of religion, uh, Back there, up in the country, there was only uh, there was only one religion that was Christianity, you know. And I was a Catholic within that faith, and there was nothing else. Okay, so, and this was pretty much all I knew for many many years. And look, uh, as I mentioned in an earlier question, um, I've lived overseas and I've lived in an Islamic society. So, I've I've come to appreciate that the world is full, you know is is varied, uh, and it's, there's there's many other religions than just Christianity. And so when it come time to shift back to Australia and, and bring Ted back and we needed to choose a school, I actually looked at a number of schools in the area that were uh, Catholic and non. And when I sat down with the principal at the time for St Margaret Mary's, I asked him what the uh, curriculum, what the, what the faith-based curriculum was, and he said exactly that. He goes, look, we do teach uh, the Catholic faith, but we also make it faith-based because there are many other religions and there's many other people from different backgrounds who aren't Christian within the school. And I thought that this was a fantastic uh, answer because I wanted my boys to grow up knowing that there is other religions out there. Uh, he is a born Catholic and I want him to be, uh, I want him to come up with the, with the same values that I was given under that education system because I think they're fantastic. Um, but I also wanted him to understand that there's, that there's other religions out there in the world because that will make him a better person. And I think that St Margaret Mary provides that in absolute bucket loads. Live from St. Margaret Mary's Brunswick North. This is Live FM. You're listening to St. Margaret Mary's at Live FM. Thank you to our guest, Gerald Sullivan, for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Live from St. Margaret Mary's Primary School, Brunswick North. From St. Margaret Mary's, we wish everyone, we wish everybody a happy Catholic Education Week. Oh.